Welcome to the Your Next Best Step podcast, where it's all about real experiences, real lessons, real hurdles, and everything in between. I'm Teresa Cantley, and I'm bringing you over 20 years experience in business, leadership, and marketing to help you shift out of your corporate thinking and into being an entrepreneur so you can maximize your results, build and empower your team, and make a bigger impact. It's time to turn your ideas into innovation, and that's only the beginning. So let's get started. Hey there. I know there is so much going on in the world, and it's so easy to get caught up thinking you just need to get through this time and you just need to survive. There's rising costs and inflation, delays in getting products, struggles hiring and retaining good people, trying to get that edge that allows sales to rise and customer loyalty to increase, figuring out how to stand out online in a sea of competition when you haven't even gotten your website completely done. But I'm here to tell you there's a better way to approach these things. There's a better way to approach this time that we're going through, a way that will lead to higher profits, more money in your pocket, and more time to do the things you love to do. And that's where I come in. I come in to help you fix what's broken, plug the holes, so you can insulate your business from any impacts that might come your way. Over the past decade, I've helped many product-based business owners to turn their business around and increase their income and their profits and even up to 80%. Yes, I said that correctly and you heard that correctly. So what did they do? They stopped spending money on random marketing and software that doesn't work. They hired a high impact, high growth team to help them move the business forward so they didn't have to do everything themselves. They implemented processes to streamline work so they could do more with less and they increase profitability by really and truly understanding their numbers. And most importantly, they started thinking like a CEO and not just a small business owner. And you can do this too. You really can. And I want to help you. You and me working one-to-one to get the results you've been working towards for years. Imagine going from six figures to seven figures to eight figures, even to nine figures. It's totally, totally possible. So apply to work with me in my exclusive Business Masters one-to-one program, and let's do this. Spaces are limited. Unfortunately, there's only one me, but the results that you get are truly extraordinary. So are you going to do it? Are you in? I look forward to seeing you on our next call. Well, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Your Next Best Step podcast with me, your host, Teresa Cantley. And I wanted to talk today about team. So, you know, we've been talking about taking radical responsibility in your business and why it's so important right now, just with everything that's going on, you know, in the world, um, in our economy, you know, the impacts from covid Um, and how that and the impacts of the war in Ukraine and how that is impacting the rest of the world and the global economy. 
And, you know, we've been talking about radical responsibility is all about, it's not taking, you know, it's not taking responsibility for everything and thinking that you need to do everything and thinking that, you know, if somebody doesn't do their job, it's your fault. That's not what it means. What it means is about being, about how you show up and the things that you do. You know, we talked about elevating your focus and making sure that you're focusing on the right things. We talked about getting better with your calendar and how, you know, that is going to impact moving your goals forward, but also to set some boundaries so that you have focus time, so that you have time to ideate and and think about, you know, what's next um, and always stay ahead of whatever circumstance is coming your way. You know, we can't, we don't have any control over the circumstances, but what we do have control over is how we handle them and how we move forward from them. So I wanted to talk today about this third piece that really is big with taking radical responsibility, which has to do with your team and what your team is focusing on. And I know that, you know, one of the big pain points with businesses right now is really being able to hire and retain good people and really how to go out and find them. You know, we had the great resignation where people were, you know, tired of being overworked, underpaid, not being treated fairly, um, being expected to work, you know, long hours and didn't really have that, even though I think it's a myth, but that work-life balance you know, I like to look at it as just keeping harmony in all parts of our life because really it's all life, right? And that was missing. That was missing from a lot of jobs and a lot of industries and, and just businesses in general were exposed for this. And what it ended up doing is it leveled the playing field. And the business owners and leaders that were paying attention, like I call conscious leaders, um, leaders who have self-awareness, those are the people that said, hmm, how can we do things differently? How can we um, build a better culture? I don't want to just say a better culture, but a culture that is that thrives in diversity. And I, I believe that culture should have diversity in people, in thinking, in products, in ideas, because that ultimately, when we bring all of that together, diverse backgrounds and diverse experiences and diverse ideas, that's how we can solve a lot of problems. That's how we can rise above the challenges. And that's how we can find more opportunities that are going to help us to continue to innovate in our industry. And we want to make sure that, you know, and, and, Business owners, you know, who are aware, who are self-aware and who are, like I said, conscious leaders are looking at this and saying, how can we create that culture? How can we shift things around? You know, and what that means is looking at their numbers and saying, what can we do? What can we do to invest more back in our people? You know, what can we do to make the experience of working here um, being employed here, um, growing with us, having a career here, how can we make that experience even better? But I, what I've also found is that there are teams because of these challenges and because, you know, maybe a business owner or leadership didn't really look at the great resignation of what it really was and what it is now, which is the great 
some people are calling it the great rehire. I like to call it the great rebirth of business. Um, they're not looking at it like that. They're looking at it like we want to hire people and we're going to do it how they did it 10 years ago or even two years ago. And unfortunately, people have changed. Businesses have changed. Um, you know, things have just changed and you need to be willing to change with it. But the businesses that haven't, what ends up happening is, or what I've seen happen is that these, these teams, because they're struggling hiring people, because they're trying to, you know, it's like fitting a round peg into a square hole or a square peg into a round hole. Um, what they're doing is they're trying to, they're using an old playbook. They're using an old methodology. They're using old systems in a new world and it doesn't work. So what does that do? It creates frustration. It creates friction. It, it creates um, confrontation. And where teams are not coming together, they're splitting apart. And it also, what has happened in many cases is that they have gotten off of looking at the vision and aligning with the vision of the business, aligning with the why behind the business and aligning with what the business does. And they, they've gotten away from that and they've gotten to what ends up happening is you have a lot of, you end up with a lot of, like I said, friction. You end up with a lot of people that you end up with a team that's not aligned, a team that's not rowing in the same direction, a team that is focusing on a lot of day to day and not on projects and not on what does the business really need and not what I need, but also what does the business need? How can we bring those two things together? And so, how, so what do you do, right? So what do you do as an owner to take, as we're talking about radical responsibility and responsibility in your business, how can you become that conscious leader? How can you become a leader that is self-aware and can also get the team aligned again? So couple things. Number one is, again, making sure they have the right people in the right places. You know, this is a great time to look at your business and say, okay, where are we and where do we want to go? Okay. How did we get here? But what do we need to do to get there? And who do we need on our team? So I'm constantly in my own business looking and saying, you know, who do I really need on my team? Who do I need, um, you know, now, but also who do I need in the future? Um, not just a particular position, but also, you know, a, like, what is that person like? What are their internal values? What are their core values? And how do those core values align with the values that I have and the values that I'm instilling in my business? So number one is looking at who do you have on your team and who do you need? Where, where are you and where do you want to go? So when we look at that, Okay, we can start aligning and saying, all right, like maybe I need to shift some some people around. Maybe I need to shift leadership around. Maybe we, we need some additional leadership. What, you know, what does that look like? Maybe I just need to put leadership into, into maybe I just need to hire some some managers, some leaders, because I'm the only one. <laughs> so maybe that's what that looks like. Okay. And then once you have that, you know, as I always tell people, when you're putting things out to attract new people. People are interviewing you just as much as you're interviewing them. You need to, to put out there 
what the business is about. Um, asking questions when you're interviewing somebody about, you know, who they are, not just about their experience, but also who are they? What are the values that are important to them? And making sure that they align with the values that are important to the business. Because those, you know, and I've said this before on, on previous podcasts, you know, hard skills, you can teach anybody. Soft skills, human skills, that is up to the individual person. And you can't teach those things. But those, the human skills, the core values that align with the core values of the business, that is what's going to make the business move forward. So, I mean, yes, experience and hard skills, those are important too. But those human skills are even more important. So really, you know, when you're writing job ads, you know, when you're like, I was helping somebody write job ads a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, you know, I don't want to just put a dishwasher, like put the job as a dishwasher, because that's one of the most important positions in a restaurant. So let's put it as sanitation coordinator, you know? So like though thinking about those types of things, all right. And when you're looking at who do you need on your team? Also, number three is taking time to sit down with your team and say, all right, this is what we see going on. We have some friction, but let's get back to the vision and really reiterating what is that vision? What is that vision that you have for the business? Because like I said, a lot of people have forgotten that. They're so focused on functioning in the day-to-day. They're so focused on just keeping the doors open. They forget about what is it that you're really working towards? And that's the thing. Like when I talk about intention rules the world, your vision sets intention. It takes just a business idea or a business concept and it puts like that heart into it. It puts that intention behind it that then aligns, helps you to align the actions that you're supposed to be taking. So when you're sitting down with your team, getting back to what is the vision? What is it that we're really working towards? And we're not working towards, you know, like completely splitting apart from each other, we need to work on aligning back together. And if you have team members, you know, and a lot of people don't want to talk about this, but if you have team members that aren't willing to align, that aren't willing to take responsibility for their own actions and aren't willing to stay in integrity, keep themselves in integrity, you know, for the things that they say they're going to do, it might be time to part ways with those people. If you have employees don't align with that vision. So if you have a vision of creating a great experience for your customers and doing, you know, making education important for your team and, you know, making sure that training is taking place and there's career development and advancement, if that's what your vision is and that's what you believe in and you have a leadership, you have somebody in a leadership position or even an employee that doesn't do that and is a struggle then it's time to get rid of that person because there's a bunch of other people out there that you can find that will come your way that are willing to do those things that can probably help you to grow the business faster than what's happening right now. And I have, you know, like I said, the world is different. People are different. Even when I work with, when I consult with people, you know, I have looked at the consulting industry and I've even looked at how I've shown up and I've had to switch some things around. Then that's good because we want to keep evolving. We want to keep growing. We want to keep building 
better businesses. We want to keep connecting with each other in a better way, in a more positive way, because that's what's going to move the world forward. That's what's going to change a lot of the old ways and the, I don't want to say bad ways, but the bad ways, (laughs) the ways that don't work anymore. So if you have people that don't want to align, then it might be time to part ways. Because here's the thing, when you can get everybody aligned with the vision again, that's how you can start building that strong foundation, that foundation of resilience. That's how you can start insulating the business and stealing up the business so that should we go through a recession, which some people are saying that it's very, very, very possible, and the average time of a recession is 11 months. So should that happen, you have the right people in place. You have that that insulation for your products and your processes and your people and your infrastructure. You have those things in place. And when we talk about the recession and when we talk about like, you know, the Fed is, I mean, there's somebody was saying that there's going to be four more rate hikes, you know, as these things happen, when you have that strong foundation and you have that insulation around, you know, your business, you're able to continue doing what you're doing, doing it better and continuing to keep your business moving forward. The people who aren't doing that right now, those are the people that, you know, I worry about, you know, because should things happen, they're going to struggle. And I don't want that to be you. So if you want to think about what you and your team need to focus on right now, number one is trying to get, you know, everybody aligned and simplifying some things and making that experience better. Focusing on the things that really are profitable for your business and the things that really aren't profitable and aren't taking off, maybe it's time to let them go. So getting everybody aligned with the vision, number one. Number two is um, focusing on what generates the most profit. What is going to make you the, the most amount of income and really going all in on that service, those products, you know, whatever that is. Okay. And then number three, if you just want to throw in like a financial piece of it, you know, trying to get all, trying to get debt paid down as much as you possibly can. All right. Debt with high interest rates or, you know, whatever, trying to get that paid down as much as you possibly can, because that's going to help insulate you from the financial piece of it, the numbers piece. Okay. While you're trying to do these other things. Number four, what you want to do is, again, you want to look at your customers and how can you connect with them in an even better way? How can you, and we talk, I, I've talked, I talk about this all the time, is that how can you make that experience that they have when they step foot through your doors or on your website more relational? Because again, when you have more connection with people and whether it's a customer or even if it's a vendor or it's other businesses in the community, When you have that connection, you look out for each other. Your customers want to come back time and time again and support you. And then you also have that connection with vendors so that you can keep that those lines of communication open and you can help each other. So this is so important right now to make sure that your team is focusing on the right things, putting aligning back to that vision like really focusing on it, talking about it, you know, making sure that you're focusing on the right things. And if you have somebody on your team that doesn't want to align with that vision, that isn't showing up 
in alignment with that, then it might be time to part ways. You know, looking at how, what are the things that bring the most profit into your business, the products, the services, you know, the, the offers, you know, whether, you know, it's your main restaurant and your bar or whatever, like going all in on that. And how can you make that even like take it to the next level? And then, like I said, from a financial piece of it, you know, how can you pay the maximum amount of debt that you have down? Okay. Um, so that you are starting to build cushion. You're starting to kind of keeping, taking profits and putting that aside so that you have a cushion should something happen. All right. Um, you know, I, I tell people anywhere from, you know, six to nine months, even if you can start with three months worth of expenses that you can kind of put that cushion aside and really start to, and then also how can you connect with your customers? How can you have customer touches, whether it's an email that you send them, a handwritten note that you send them when they come in, like, what do you have? Like, what does that experience look like when they, when they step foot in your door or jump onto your website, what does that look like? And how can you make it even better? And then also how can you, collaborate and connect with your community and your vendors better. These are the things that are going to help you to steal up your business, to insulate it so that you can continue to move forward, whether or not a recession or, you know, all of that stuff happens. But even, you know, looking at your business now, like how can you stop focusing on just keeping your doors open, but how can you focus on getting back to why you do what you do and how can you do it better? Those are the things that you need to focus on right now. Those are the things that you and your team need to focus on. You know, yes, there will always be disgruntled employees. There will always be, you know, some drama in businesses, but the best way, the best way to get rid of that is to show up, show up as a better leader, show up, that you, yes, there are struggles, there are challenges right now, but we are also focused on the opportunities that we have in the future or the opportunities that we have right now to create a better future. So I hope this helped you. And until next week, um, I look forward to seeing you here next week again. Again, if you could do me a solid and leave me a review, let me know what you think of the podcast. I would absolutely love it. Apple, actually all of them really rate um, reviews in the algorithm. And the more reviews we have, the higher up we get into the search so that more people can find us and more people can learn from me. So I would absolutely love, love, love that. But until next time, remember, focus on the things that you need to do and align with why you do what you do in your business, because that ultimately is why people are going to buy from you versus someone else. So until next week, let's all take care of each other a little bit more than we already do. And I will see you back here, same time, same place. Take care. Hey there, it's Teresa, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that you join me every week to listen to this podcast. This podcast has been a dream of mine, and when we hit episode 100, I was super, super, super excited, and I know now we are on our way to episode 200. 
If you like what you hear, and I know you do because you're here, I would love, love, love if you could head on over and leave us a review, either on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on whatever it is that you're listening to, um, listening to this podcast. I would absolutely love it. When we get reviews, when we get, you know, five stars, it, it enables us to show up higher in the different categories so that more people can find us and we can make a difference in more small business owners' lives. So I would love, love, love if you could go on and leave me a review. And also tell me what you love, tell me what you what you wanna hear more of and how I can help you because that's what I'm here for. I am here to give you real life experiences, real life coaching, real life stories from my work, my experience helping small business owners to build their business, but also helping to, or me actually building and growing several of my own businesses. So if you love what you hear, please go over and leave a review. It would be absolutely amazing. It would mean so much to me, but until next week, take care and I will see you soon.